0: Everyday consumers are being bombarded with the next big thing in health, wellness, and fitness. What's the future of keeping ourselves healthy, and what's just a passing fad? Hi, I'm Joey Thurman, and if you don't know me, I'm a health and fitness expert and author. I've been fortunate enough to work with celebrities, athletes, C-suite executives, and everyone in between. I've been featured on the Today Show, Live with Kelly and Ryan, Good Morning America, TEDx, and lots of other publications. As part of my ever-increasing thirst for knowledge, which ironically happened after college, I decided to create the Fatter or Future podcast. What sets this podcast apart is that I am the guinea pig for these episodes. I don't only want to bring in world-class experts on the show i want to truly get a first-hand experience what it's like to say go on ketamine and trip for my depression go on a three-day fast drinking nothing but coffee and water for age reversal eat nothing but plants and get the blood work done to back it up or even get my brain mapped to see how messed up my head is from getting knocked around playing hockey once i try these things i bring on the experts to talk about my experience and explain it to the audience in a digestible manner and ask the true question Is it a fad or is it the future? Because after all, we don't want to be fatties. On this episode of the Fad or Future podcast, have you ever wondered how old you are or young you are internally? This isn't just science fiction. This is a real thing. I have CEO of Inside Tracker, Gil Blander, and he's dropping a bunch of scientific knowledge that we can actually understand. They can take your blood and tell you how young you are. all sorts of markers for a disease, and actually how to change them. Is it possible? Well, he tells you it is. Check it out and stay here on the Fatter Future podcast because you don't want to be a fatty. What's going on? It's Joey Thurman. Here's another episode of the Fatter Future podcast. I'm in beautiful Cambridge, Massachusetts, and a nice view of the Inside Tracker offices. You've got a much better view than I have in my office, which is my living room in front of a television and a, and, a, and a kid running around. I'm, I'm here with the chief science officer uh, and founder, Gil Blander, right?
1: Yes, correct.
0: So, Inside Tracker, tell me uh, tell me a little bit about your company, um, why you started, it and, and your story.
1: Yeah, InstaTracker is a company that's helping people to optimize their health based on what's happening inside their body. Uh, I founded the company in uh, 2009, so we are already 10 years old. And the idea is uh, to help people to live longer, better life based on what's happening inside their body. So we are looking at around uh, 45 blood biomarkers and also looking at your DNA, your uh, activity tracker data, and uh, other uh, uh, data. And uh, based on that, we are running all of that inside our algorithm and giving you a recommendation what food to eat, what supplement to take, what exercise to do, and what lifestyle changes to perform.
0: Wow, that, that's pretty cool. Now, what is your background? You're the chief science officer, you've got a PhD, so I mean, I can call you doctor.
1: Yeah. Um, so <laughs> as to my uh, background, uh, I, uh, as you can hear from my accent, I'm not a Native American. You, have, a, you have an accent? A bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was born and raised in Israel and uh, got a PhD from the Weizmann Institute of Science in Israel. And then I moved to the U.S. and actually moved here to Cambridge and uh, joined uh, one of the best labs that's studying aging in the world, the lab of Lenny Garanta. And I spent five years there su- uh, studying aging. Um, and uh, uh, the reason that I actually started InstaTracker is because of my pas- uh, passion for aging research, trying to understand why do we age? How can we live longer? How can we improve the quality of life? And I realized that uh, Lenny Garente, the professor at MIT, is uh, one of the leaders in this field. So I joined uh, the lab and uh, uh, I really wanted to try to find the answer to those questions. When I uh, came here, I realized that uh, um, I wasn't sure that the best uh, way to help people to live longer, better life is to continue to be in the academia, and at that time, I realized that uh, it might be better for me to start my own company, and by that way, to help uh, people to live longer, better life.
0: Right. And now, essentially, you guys, I mean, here's the process, I, I did the test, and what happens is. Know, you know, you get a form, you go online, and you you pick out of one out of there's three or four different options that you guys have uh, to, you know, check your body and, and what's happening with uh, nutrients and and uh, recovery and all sorts of different things. So I did this, um, and I, I got my test back. Now, what is different different about your test than I mean, can't you just go to a doctor for this?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So first, yes, you can go to the doctor. And actually, if you have data from your doctor, you can uh, bring it to us and we can upload your result and give you uh, our recommendations. So um, I see the healthcare system as a a system that uh, basically can flag you whether you are healthy or sick. And they can do a lot for the sick, but they cannot do a lot for the healthy. Um, and what we are trying to do, we are trying to do the complete opposite. We are uh, treating the, the healthy but not the sick. And we don't want to deal with the sick because we, we think that physicians are doing a very good job there. So what InstaTracker is doing is taking the same data that your physician will uh, test you. And then based on that, we'll tell you how can you uh, take yourself and make yourself better. So we're trying to optimize you. Yeah. Um, And nobody likes to be normal. Normal is boring. All of us (laughs) want to be optimal and uh, the best that we can be. And we are doing it based on the blood test that you get from your physician, or you can get tested by us. And then uh, what we do, we are running it via an algorithm that have thousands of different recommendations that were uh, collected by our scientists. All of them are collected from peer-reviewed scientific publication, basically saying, if you have low vitamin D, and high inflammation and maybe high cholesterol, what is the best intervention that you can do in order to optimize your uh, uh, um, wellness and performance? Um, We are uh, trying to, uh, again, do all of that using a very simple and natural intervention. So we don't want to use any drug. Again, we are not treating or diagnosing disease, so it's only food, supplement, exercise, and lifestyle changes. If you look at the uh, USDA catalog, which is the catalog of all the foods that are available today in the U.S., there are 8,000 different food items that are available for us. If you look at the average American, in an average week, we consume only 20 food items. So basically... 20 we a, versus 8,000. Yeah, yeah. so we have a universe of 8,000, and we are consuming only 20. Most of us are consuming the same food. So what we are trying to do is to direct each of you to the right food that's good for you in order to use the food as a drug of choice. So basically we are moving the the drug cabinet from the bathroom to the refrigerator okay. and allow you to uh, find what is good for you and then hopefully allow you to live a longer, better life.
0: So uh, so you, you're, you're trying to get rid of all of these medications and all the unnecessary stuff because, I mean, basically, you know, I got my test back and it showed a, a bunch of different things. And um, I actually did a, a phone call with one of your nutritionists or dietitians. I got on the phone, uh, and you explained all these different things. And you know, I, I had it was interesting because I, I had high amounts of testosterone, but I had low amounts of free testosterone. Uh, you know, which there could be a whole list of things that are happening with that. And She talked about you know my elevated cortisol levels and uh, sex hormone binding globulin. Uh, and then I gave a she gave a recommended list of things that I could do uh, based off of my goal. So when people get uh, this back, they they go on um, in, InsideTracker.com and then there's some sort of recommendation where what do you want to achieve? Whether it's uh, optimal health or strength and power, uh, there's a bunch of different recommendations. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the differences in each of those?
1: Yeah. So what we we're, uh, we're trying to do is allow the user to get the best recommendation for his goals. And uh, we have around 12 different goals that the user can choose. He can have overall health, basically take the machine calling me and optimize it. So that's the goal that uh, I believe and InstaTracker believe is the best goal for everyone. But some people have a specific goal. For example, uh, someone that is athletic active want to improve his endurance or improve his strengths. Some have a problem with sleeping, so they want to improve the sleep. Some want to lose weight. So everyone can choose his own goal. And then after it shows the goal, he can uh, uh, basically, we are uh, uh, showing to him what biomarkers are not optimized that related to this goal, and then showing to him four uh, intervention out of the thousands that we have that we think are the best for him to take. Now, this person can come and say, hey, but I don't like uh, avocado. Like, I don't like avocado. So, okay, let's find, we can find a different intervention for you. So right. then we can expand it a bit wider and show you between to t- 10 to 20 different interventions, and you can uh, look at them uh, divided by food, supplement, exercise, and lifestyle changes. You can cho- choose the uh, intervention that you like, and then uh, you will follow those interventions for the length of time that uh, I, the science show that when you do that, you, you should see a meaningful change in the biomarker that's related to this goal, and hopefully that will allow you to achieve your goal.
0: Right. So you talk about biomarkers. Uh, can you explain to people what some of those biomarkers might be? Whether you're looking for overall health, or strength and power, yeah. or longevity. Yes.
1: Yeah, so biomarker is basically a marker that uh, marker a uh, marker a uh, uh, issue that you have in your body, and we call it bio because it's a uh, mark uh, mark something that is biological. We also use, uh, by the way, physiological markers, like uh, you can look at my hand and you can see that I have Apple Watch and Fitbit. So resting heart rate is a physiological marker. Right. Or sleep is also a physiological marker, or REM sleep. So basically we are looking at uh, around 40 blood biomarkers, around 5 to 10 physiological markers, and a, a few hundred of uh, genetic markers. and. If a, a, a biomarker is out of the optimal zone, then we'll give you some recommendation to do. Now, you ask a question about biomarker, for example, uh, for athletic activity. Mm-hmm. So someone that is athletic active, uh, the biomarkers that are more relevant for him or her are biomarkers that are related to that. So, for example, as you mentioned, testosterone is important. Right. Or free testosterone is important as well. Uh, cortisol, which is a stress hormone, is also very important because... Uh, if the cortisol is uh, going high uh, what happens is that you might break muscle so you don't want to break muscle, you want to build muscle so the ratio between co- uh, testosterone and cortisol is mo- very important in order to know whether you are building muscle or breaking muscle mm-hmm. and other markers that are very important for athletic active populations are uh, markers such as creatine kinase mm-hmm. which is a marker of uh, muscle damage so when you exercise uh, usually uh, some of the um, uh, muscle tissue is, is breaking down, and uh, one uh, protein that located in the muscle called creatine kinase. So there is a nice correlation between uh, uh, exercising and the level of creatine kinase in, in your bloodstream. Small amount of creatine kinase in the bloodstream is great, yeah. but if it's going too high, that's mean that you are breaking a lot of muscle. So, uh, again, uh, this marker can show you whether you are overexercised or not. Yeah. Another marker is a marker of inflammation. We are using around 10 of those. A good example is eye sensitivity C-reactive protein. Uh, Markers of uh, iron are also very important for athletic active population, and especially for women, in a, a pre, a premenopausal women, because not only that they are losing iron during the cycle every month, but they also when you are uh, exercising, especially when you are running, you tend to damage a micro, damage your gut, and you have micro bleeding from the gut. So uh, you are not only losing a, a blood every cycle, but you're also losing blood when you are exercising. And uh, there is a high percentage of uh, young women that are athletic active that have low iron. Mm-hmm. When you have low iron, that mean that uh, you have low hemoglobin in your blood cells or red blood cells. That's mean that less oxygen is coming to the muscle in the brain. And then you compromise your athletic uh, performance, but also might compromise your a a performance at work. So it's very important to know whether your iron is too low, especially for young women.
0: So you're looking at at all these markers, and then from there you you can look at the inflammatory factors, and you you can look at the longevity factors. uh, And then you guys spit out a bunch of information where it might be a different recommendation of food, uh, or you need more spinach, or you need more peanut butter. I saw one thing where, for me, it was to add peanut butter and make a salad dressing with it. So uh, there's a bunch of different markers on there. And why in your opinion aren't current doctors doing testing like this I know that you can get it done but uh, the, the common me- medical knowledge is they're just testing for you know maybe they're just testing for uh, you know their blood pressure and the, the general tests and triglyceride levels why why aren't they actually going into all of this and checking all these biomarkers
1: yeah I think that it's a very good question and I think that they should do that uh, the problem start from the definition of physician uh, again physician Uh, was trained to uh, find and treat diseases. And here we are talking about people that are not sick yet and hopefully will stay healthy. So that's one. Second, in the med school, if you look at the average med school in the the US, the training about nutrition is very, very uh, small. Uh, On average, they trained only around 18 hours of training about nutrition. So someone like you... 18 hours. 18 hours. In, in what, in, in seven, then, eight years yeah, of school? train in all the training. Yeah. So the, their knowledge in nutrition is not better than the average consumer that is interested in health.
0: That's, that's interesting because you, you go to your doctor and you think that your doctor should know everything. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I even one time talked to a neurologist and he said, I've got people that are overweight. I just go tell them to walk on a treadmill. I said Do you tell him to weight train or watch their eating like so i tell him to watch their eating and said, well what's that look like And did he didn't really know yeah. he's like well you know maybe you know, less sugar and stuff but it, it is really interesting and, and it's sad how 18 hours uh of really school on nutrition yeah. and, you're, and you're trying to look at the body and, and these things can be and we've proven over and over again that you can't fix things with what you eat
1: Correct. So, so I think that uh, uh, because of that, uh, there, there is a problem. I think that they should do that. And I think the tool like Insta Tracker can help them to do that. Uh-huh. So we have uh, uh, some physician that's using this tool. And what they are doing, they are uh, when they receive the result of the patient, they actually upload the result of, uh, of the patient to InstaTracker Tracker portal. That's allowed uh, 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 the patient to look at his result to get a lot of information and become much more knowledgeable about it. And then when we come to the meeting with the physician, he's more knowledgeable and the ph- physician can answer his questions. Because if you think about it, uh, the average meeting with the physician is around 20 minutes. And in that 20 minutes, he need to diagnose you, mm-hmm. he need to fill a lot of information in the computer, and then he might have two minutes to talk with you. Right. So uh, there are a lot of problems with uh, the current healthcare system that hopefully they will be solved in the future. But that's why I think that the the, uh, the advantage of InstaTracker, because it's it's empowered the consumer to get a lot of information, but also the information that is relevant for you. And that's yeah. what, why we call it personalized nutrition, because we are not showing you to you the 8,000 food that we have, but we are showing to you the 20 to, f- uh, to 50 foods that are relevant for you.
0: Yeah, yeah and mine, I know there was, in start to incorporate fish a couple of times a day. I think there was eel and yeah. salmon. Uh, when I was looking at inflammatory factors. I actually went in and I picked different goals and to see what popped up and and if there was one where based off of um, it was health and tissue recovery. It was quite interesting to me that you you even prescribed there was like a, a Nordic hamstring raise. So if people listening here it's kind of like you're on your knees and um, you're, you're, you're bending your legs up and you're controlling the weight of your body down uh, simply with your hamstrings which has proven to be great with a hip hinge and, and help with knee health and all sorts of different things so you guys are putting research and, and you can actually click on the, the studies too on, on yeah. what it's saying like look at the study yeah. um, you know, was it an NCBI or a lot of things that you're are pointing to um, so you're, you're not just looking at the nutrition but you're also looking at the you know, lifestyle
1: habits as well Yes. So uh, we, we are. Uh, so first, we are trying to be a, a open box and not a black box. Uh-huh. So we are allowing the user to drill down, and uh, as you said, the educated the uh, user like you are can go into the peer review paper and read it. Uh, we know that not everyone as educated uh, as educated as you. So that uh, only happened after college. I didn't pay attention to So so we have also an intermediate level that uh, we have a blog. We are trying to write a lot of blogs. Uh, uh, for example, this weekend we wrote a blog about a, a, a sauna versus a, 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 a cold a, a treatment for athletic active population. So okay. one of our scientists spent a, a week, read all the literature, and then came with some recommendations. So uh, basically we have around 20 scientists that mind the literature all the time. Yeah. And uh, as I said before, our recommendations are divided mainly for food, but we also have supplement. We have seen that supplement is actually something that, uh, in some cases, it's very hard to uh, treat condition without supplement. I can give you an example. Vitamin D is very hard to increase vitamin D without consuming a vitamin D supplementation. Other uh, um, issues, you can do it with food. And then we have uh, lifestyle changes, uh, like uh, change your sleep habits and expose yourself to the sun. And and then we have the exercise recommendation. So we have a a, a team of exercise physiologists that uh, again mine the peer review scientific publication and try to give the best recommendation that related to exercise. So we're trying to combine all of that together and allow the user to find the best intervention for him.
0: Yeah, for, for one of mine, when I was trying to do, uh, I believe it was the strength one, you gave four recommendations for your action plan It says for the next 12 weeks. Uh, practice mindfulness daily, seven days yeah. per week. And, and I went in and I played with this a little bit. Almost every time was practice mindfulness daily. Now is that because of just the research shows that the, the mindfulness is so beneficial for all of these goals?
1: Yeah, so uh, it depends on the, uh, the biomarkers that are not optimized for you. Uh, we know that mindfulness is very important for inflammation and for stress, so I assume that you had some uh, issue with yeah, that. Yeah, it's up. And, uh, but I want to uh, discuss the point of every week. Yeah. So we realize, and we know that it's very hard to do it every, uh, sorry, uh, every day. Uh-huh. Um, so what we, are, what we are trying to do right now is also to use um, behavioral science and try to take, if, uh, for example, uh, joy is doing uh, is not doing mindfulness at all, right. let's start with one per week instead of every day. And then when you will tell us that you do it once a week, let's move you to twice a week, and then to, uh, move you to four times a week, and so on and so forth. So we're trying to use some uh, behavioral science right. in order not only to tell you what to do, but also to support you and take you to the point that you should be with uh, limited changes to your lifestyle and uh, allow to accommodate... Uh, the challenges that you have in life, because all of us have challenges, right. and it's very hard to come and say, "Okay, now I'm changing everything completely." Let's start with a few uh-huh. and make some changes. Then add a, a few more and a few more.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. Uh, you know, I could probably do a few minutes of mindfulness every yeah. day. Uh, and for this one, it was start at high intensity intervals training three days a week, integrated variable resi- resistance training, which could be you know bands and overloading principle and, and chains and. Uh, even something that's drinking regular uh, or decaf coffee you know, yeah. a couple of times a day. Uh, and I'm assuming that's for the antioxidant properties. Yeah, I assume so, yeah. Uh, I mean, so th- that is quite interesting. Now, how is your company different? I mean, there, I, I even just did a Google search. So there's a 10 plus companies that are, you know, would be your competitors. How are you, how are you guys different from, you know, somebody else?
1: Yeah, so I think that uh, what unique about us is the uh, the science and the mix with the technology. Mm-hmm. So there are not a lot of uh, a competitor currently for Instatracker that using as heavy science as we are doing. Okay. Um, also, uh, most of those company testing you and then giving you the result. What we are doing, we are giving you a recommendation and allowing you to uh, choose the recommendation and make it as a. a open book. Because there are some other that are claiming that they have the solution and it's a black box, so you don't know why you get this recommendation. Yeah. We are trying to expose it and explain to you uh, what is the solution. So I think that all of that together, uh, but the uh, the major difference is the base of science, allow us to uh, gain popularity and uh, credential in the uh, in the field of, uh, let's say, personal nutrition and the uh, 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 allow people to live longer, better life.
0: Yeah. What, what are some common misconceptions uh, about what you guys do if, if somebody was to go online and, and just take a look? Is, are there are there certain um, common questions that you're getting frequently?
1: Yeah, so I think that the question that you ask about the difference between us and the physician is a, a, a good question to ask. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of people uh, align blood tests to being sick, yeah. and actually they're that's part of the prism of what you can do with te- a blood test. But you can do much, a lot more uh, when you are healthy. And I like the analogy of the car. So every 5,000 miles, you take the car to the technician. Uh-huh. The technician plug a computer into the car. And the computer telling the technician exactly what do we need to do in order to allow the car to live another 5,000 miles. And then it's doing again and again and again. Now, uh, research showed that since the time that we introduced the routine maintenance of the car, the lifespan of the car increased from around 100,000 to 200,000 miles just by routine maintenance. So we are trying to do exactly the same for ourselves. So today you cannot plug a computer into your brain yet, mm-hmm. but we can plug a needle into your vein and extract a liquid gold that's called blood. The blood will uh, allow you or us as Tracker to give you a recommendation. Should you eat uh, more fiber or less fiber? Should you do this exercise, that exercise? Should you take this supplement or stop taking that supplement? you do that. Then you test again after six to 12 months. And then uh, hopefully you fix the issue that you had, but most likely you'll get more issue or new issues because we are a very complex machine. Yeah. And then you will do it again and again and again. And hopefully if the analogy for the car will uh, maintain, we might be, uh, live longer, better life. So that's the idea of Insta tracker. And uh, hopefully uh, in a few years, we'll see whether it's working or not.
0: Yeah, so uh, what kind of car are you?
1: Uh, I, I I think that all of us are a, a, a good car. I don't want to say that we are a bad car. So I would say that I I don't know, Porsche or Tesla or okay, something that, 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 yeah. And I assume that everyone is such a car. We are a yeah. complex car and a good car, right? And don't feed it with a low-grade gasoline. Let's yeah. feed it with the best gasoline and that, uh, and take the most of it.
0: That that's a good analogy because it, yeah, we, we 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 take care of our house and we you know our, we clean our furnaces and you know we're, we're taking care of our cars because they're. It's going to break down. But if we don't take care of our body and our mind and everything, and it's a system, yeah. uh, you know, essentially, you, you're going in for a, for a oil change, and I guess you're, you're pulling your liquid gold, as you say. Uh, and, and one thing I should point out now, you guys uh, work with, I went and got uh, my blood test at Quest Diagnostics in Chicago. So you, you just go in, you, you pay online, and you get your blood test. And I, it was less than a week, I believe, I, I got the results back. So yes. I, it, it's. it's uh, pretty fast. Is that the normal?
1: Yeah, so we have a, a, a agreement with Quest Diagnostic and they have around 2,000 uh, clinics around the US. So as you said, you just go and uh, test. It usually takes like five minutes, very very easy. Another way to do that is uh, uh, if you are too busy and uh, if you don't want to go to Quest, we can send a phlebotomist, which is the technician, to your home or office. Okay. He can take the blood and then uh, you will get the same result. Another way is uh, just use your uh, early physical from your physician and upload it, it to, into our uh, uh, platform. We develop an apparatus that actually extract the meaningful information from the piece of paper and automatically populate it into your account. So we have a, a lot of different way for you to uh, use a, a blood test that you have and basically uh, get a lot of value from it.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Now, you guys have an inner age score. I did this, and I was it. Uh, you know, I am. Well, right now, the point this podcast is being recorded, I am thirty-six point eight years old. My score was twenty-four point four. Wow right? I know.
1: That's that's, uh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I look amazing too, right? So, you, uh, you are. <laughs> no, but I will tell you why it is amazing, because uh, more than 70% of uh, our users that are uh, taking the inner edge in the first time, they are actually older than the, uh, than their chronological age.
0: Yeah, here I'm looking at it right now. My optimal is 23.4, which actually ticks me off a little yeah. bit that I did to get 23.4. And my worst is 61.8. Yeah. So yeah. you actually pe- see people that uh, internally, they're older than Correct. what they are in years.
1: Correct. And, and again, I want to say that the inner age is, doesn't say that you are really 24 or whatever this is. Uh, oh, age. no,
0: I'm going to change my ID. Yeah, I'm uh, 24.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but what it shows, it show you that what are your biomarkers signaling to you and how it will affect you in the future. So uh, basically what we are trying to do is, okay, let's look at uh, five biomarkers and a few physiological markers. And based on that, give you the inner age if your inner age is higher than your chronological age will give you a few different foods that uh, we call a focus food that will allow you to decrease your inner age okay and then hopefully uh, if you continue to do that again and again uh, it will allow you to live a longer better life so basically it's a tool to give a shock to people that are uh, uh, inner age is higher than their chronological age you are lucky and you are not so you have a very good genes i assume (laughs) Um, But uh, we have seen that with time, they are, uh, it's helped them to decrease their inner age and uh, hopefully their inner age will be lower than chronological age and hopefully it will allow them to live longer.
0: So what are those markers that you're testing? Because I mean, there's all sorts of different markers and telomeres and methylation patterns and uh, things that people can check. What have you found to, you know, essentially create this algorithm to give, give the inner age?
1: Yeah, so the algorithm for us include five uh, blood biomarkers. So it's basically glucose. We believe that glucose is a very important marker for longevity, especially the fasting glucose. We are looking at at inflammation. We are looking at uh, liver function. We are looking at your vitamin D. And for males, we are looking at uh, testosterone, and for, for females, we are looking at DHEAS, which is a precursor for hormones for uh, males and females. Okay. So based on all of that, and a couple of uh, a physiological markers, such as uh, activity and BMI, we are uh, combining all of that together and coming with the inner age.
0: Okay, so uh, that you know, gives you essentially the inner agent, what you guys have found. Now, what can people do without getting
1: a blood test to kind of bring down their inner age, are there some general recommendations? So yeah, so general recommendation, I can give you a a lot of general recommendation, but there will be more like a, a, let's say a cookie cutter. Uh So uh, it will be like going to the physician because I don't know. (laughs) But I can tell you that uh, definitely uh, exercise and uh, eat uh, good food is uh, very important. Uh To sleep well is very important, not to stress. So actually, there, was a, 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 there is a early research about what the Americans are worried the most from. Yeah. So in the last 50 years, it was always a, a, a weight. They wanted to lose weight. In the last five years, it's a, 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 a switch to stress. So recently the Americans are really stressed and I think that is because of our uh, smartphone, yeah. and iPad and computer. And,
0: and our self-narcissistic society. Yeah, and
1: looking at the uh, Instagram every uh-huh. two seconds and all of that.
0: Yeah, follow me on Joey Thurman Fit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so, um, so I think that uh, uh, if you again ask me for a cookie cutter yeah. recommendation, distress. stress don't be co- uh, attached to your phone, don't look at it every two seconds, uh-huh. spend time with the family, relax and okay. uh, have fun but those are the more like a, a general one. If you want a real person for you, uh, you should uh, uh, test within subtract and then we can tell you.
0: Okay, that was a good plug, nice job. Now, you, you guys also check BMI. Now for me, I work out a lot and I've got more muscle tissue. So I'm, a, I'm actually considered overweight. Now, are you looking for a better way to check that as far as inner age?
1: Yeah, yeah, so I think that that's a very good point. And actually right now, uh, one of my scientists is working on adding a uh, waist size and hip size. So basically, that will allow us to give you a better uh, understanding, not only BMI, but also looking at the waist size. Uh, in addition to that, we are uh, uh, looking at a body fat percentage. Okay. So all of that will be added in the future. I, I completely agree with you that uh, a BMI is uh, good for, let's say, the... Uh, I don't know, 60, 70, 80% of the population that uh, are not uh, uh, pumping a lot of iron, sure. but a uh, uh, population that go to the gym, and uh, actually I'm also like that, I'm, uh, I like to uh, lift weight. Uh, for us, it's not the best uh, um, uh, criteria to say whether we are overweight or not. Okay. Um, another way that we are doing it is by, we are asking you a question when you uh, enter into the platform, so we're asking you what you are doing. So uh, for a person that uh, uh, say that he's lifting weight I know, four, five, six times a week for an hour, uh, we are not saying that a BMI above 25 is overweight because okay. we know that uh, most likely have more muscle than uh, So than you, muscle.
0: so you've adjusted yeah. for the amount of times people work yeah. out a week. Yeah. I mean I, I think that that's fair. Uh, I mean, I think BMI is great for insurance companies. Yeah. They just want to look at your average lazy, uh, American exactly, uh, and not to offend anybody, but I'm sure gonna offend people. But yeah, we're lazy, so we we sit around and we're not working out. Yeah. We're not building muscle tissue, so our BMI is you know going to be more on point if you're not working out. Uh, where do you see the future of you know biomarker testing and, and your company? Where do you see it that heading? What what are you excited about in the future?
1: Yeah, so I think that uh, I will go back to the iPhone. And uh, uh, in my opinion, the future will be that you will bleed on your iPhone, pee on your iPhone, and spit on your iPhone. I I think
0: drunk people have done that before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But then you'll receive some uh, uh, value from it. So uh, literally you'll uh, 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 pee, spit, and bleed on your iPhone, and then two minutes later, uh, the the iPhone or insert tracker will tell you exactly what you should do wow uh, so so that's the future I don't think that it will happen in uh, uh, in five years but maybe in ten years okay there is a lot of uh, progress with uh, a way to collect a smaller amount of blood and a way to look at uh, maybe 15 to 20 blood analyte in ever uh, uh, in a very small amount uh, the same with uh, saliva and the uh, other so I think that uh, uh, Literally, in the future, we'll have uh, that information that will allow us to get an action-reaction uh, every minute, if you want to.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, that's pee, bleed, and spit on your iPhone. I, that, that, that might be the quote right there of the <laughs> day. <laughs> uh, so, so instead of the, uh, the iPhones being uh, water-resistant, they might have to be urine-resistant. <laughs> <Yeah>. I
1: haven't <laughs> thought about that. <laughs> that, that,
0: that. That could be interesting. That might be an interesting marketing point. I've got to know, what are, I mean, what are conversations like um, in your home, uh, you know, ar- ar- around the table? What, what, are you, what are you talking about with your family?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to, uh, uh, to do what I preach to. Uh-huh. So um, I'm uh, trying to, uh, so my wife is using uh, this platform and uh, uh, she changed a lot. Um, I'm trying, I have kids, and actually you've seen my son uh-huh. before. Um, so I'm trying also to make them health conscious, because I think that uh, 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 training uh, your kids from young age is very important, because what you are learning when you are young, you uh, will implement when you are uh, more mature. Right. So I think that uh, my kids are very careful, they are eating only whole food, and they are trying to... Uh, not to eat too much sweets and uh, eat oatmeal every day. So I, I think that it's uh, uh, and taking care of sleep and uh, understand the uh, importance of uh, uh, distress. So I think that uh, uh, it's very important to uh, not only do it for yourself because we are mature enough and smart enough, but also uh, transfer it to the young generation and allow them to enjoy uh, the wealth of information that we have.
0: Yeah, so start them young because... Um, as I know, being an expert in the fitness industry, when I get somebody coming in to me when they're much older, it's really hard to get them like, what, what do you mean I can't have this? Like, yeah, well, I mean, they've, they've been doing it here for 50 years, so um, telling them to not have their, their cake uh, <laughs> is, is quite a problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a, as a dad, you know, myself, I'm thinking more and more how I can Help my kid make smart decisions, and, and you touched on this a, a little bit. But how how do you explain this to maybe a five year old or a six year old, and you know why they should essentially treat their bodies like this high end car?
1: Yeah, it's it's not easy, but you you need to try to communicate to them that, yeah, I know candy or cake is great and it's very tasty, but it's not good, uh, doing good for your body. Uh-huh. And uh, if you want to be the best of yourself, it's, uh, uh, you need to, uh, uh, to feed the, the car in the best uh, uh, food or, or gasoline as, uh, as possible. Uh, and I think that it's also, it's not only for the future, it's also for the right time because if you eat well as a kid, you'll perform better at school and you will also perform better in the, uh, the after school activities such as being in a uh, school team or playing uh, baseball or uh, I know, football at the, teams, uh, at, the, at the school team. And I think that f- uh, it's very important for them to perform the best there. So yeah. maybe for a young population and we see it uh, actually with our customers so all the customer below 30 they care more about performance and customer above 30 starting to look more about longevity yeah. and healthy aging so i think that uh, take the performance for them because that's what they believe they feel we've been at that age that you feel uh, like superman right. and every morning you wake up and uh, you feel the best that you have been ever. It It's not happened to me in a while because uh-huh. I'm older than that. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, so yeah, so you need to find the right uh, uh, way to communicate it to a different population.
0: Yeah. Now, do you see any any what what fads do you see right now as far as you know health and uh, you know, different testing out there?
1: Yeah. So I'm not saying that it's fad, but I'm saying I would say that it's a part truth. Like ketogenic diet is good for everyone or oh, uh, intermittent fasting is good for everyone. I think that uh, uh, in the example of intermittent fasting is great, and I'm doing it, but at the day that I'm uh, going to the gym in the morning, I won't uh, 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 continue the intermittent fasting a- uh, 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 after the uh, exercise. What I'll do, I'll eat before, and, uh, and uh, maybe then uh, 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 start the intermittent fasting because you have to feel your, uh, to feed your body before, you go to the gym, mm-hmm. so you need to fit the uh, the right uh, um, diet for you based on what you are doing. You cannot uh, run two hours without having food. Okay, uh, and some people are uh, are not doing that.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Now, uh, you 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 touched on uh, in the future of your company and where where you think where you think it's going. Now, what about? Um, you know, do you see any data? You've got a bunch of scientists that uh, where you think the future of exercise is going, and, and, and health, where do you think that's headed?
1: Yeah, um, it, it's, it's a very good question. And I think that, again, uh, uh, using the uh, genetic da- data, you can know whether a person is more strength on endurance. Mm-hmm. You can know if a person has uh, more chance to get injured from that or for that. So I think that uh, the future of uh, exercise will be that uh, we will understand what are the advantages and limitations for a specific person, and then we can feed the right uh, exercise for him. But again, if we are talking uh, in a general way, I think that everyone should uh, uh, do a a variety of exercise. So even if you are a marathon runner, you have to at least uh, lift weight once a week and do yoga once a week. Because you need, you, need to, you need to do that. It's like, again, it's a machine, and the machine is uh, complex, and uh, you cannot run the, uh, your car on uh, uh, the first gear all the time. You need to move it to gear two, and gear three, and gear four, and maybe reverse a bit. Right. Um, and uh, some of a, a specific athlete, like a marathon runner or weightlifter, doing only one kind of exercise, that's also not good for you. So you need to have variety.
0: Okay, that makes sense. All right, Gil, one more question. Inside tracker, testing your blood, treating your body like a car. What do you think, fad or future?
1: I I strongly believe it is the future. I hope that we will be the winner. So as you said, there are a lot of uh, companies in this domain. And it's really grown uh, significantly when i started the company everyone looked at me as a crazy guy (laughs) now uh, um, i'm receiving invitation to present in a personal nutrition meetings that it's a real domain and i'm doing it almost every week so this is a real domain that is growing and uh, uh, the big companies and the small companies are going there a lot of the big companies are coming to us and ask us to partner with them so it will definitely be the future the question, the only question that I have, whether InstaTracker will be the winner or whether other will be the winners, and the hopefully InstaTracker will be the winner. But
0: uh, Well, I mean, I, I, I really hope you say that it's, it's your company. You know, yeah. I, I, I think the, the winners uh, could be people taking charge of their health, Correct. right? Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Uh, this is another episode of the Fatter Future podcast. I'm Joey Thurman. And remember, don't be a fatty, be a part of the future. Take care. <laughs> Yep, you knew I was young, right? I can say I'm actually not just young at heart. I am young. Although I really feel like I should get that age down. Thanks for Gil and Inside Tracker coming on. Next week, would you work out with an inmate? Hmm, I have Kaz Marte, the founder of Khan Body. Yes, this is exactly what it sounds like. This guy lost weight from being in prison in solitary confinement. <laughs> He was working out in his cell because I guess he had nothing else to do. So he started Con Body. He hires former convicts, gives them jobs as trainers and instructors at his place in Manhattan. It's pretty crazy. He kicked the crap out of me. I'm not kidding. There's actually jail, cells. jail cell bars. It smells a little bit. I could barely move when I got out of there. And I did feel like I was in prison. I tell you what, I am way too pretty to go to prison. So check out next week, Cosmarte, Con Body. Don't be a fatty, fatterfuture.com. Follow me on all social channels at JoeyThurmanFit, JoeyThurman.com, if you need health, fitness, nutrition advice. And I'll see you next week.